Like, if you got, do you think your guys are getting enough separation? Uh, yes. When you look at the tape, um, which we do quite a bit, um, I think separation is, is we do it by scheme. Um, we can get gas separation. Um, I think it's a um, accumulation of a lot of things as far as getting separation and route technique, your speed, how you set guys up, where you put guys, everything. But when you look at the tape, um, I think there is, you know, enough separation at times. Obviously, we could be better, you know, like we could be better as a whole unit, as, a, as an offense. But, but one of the things we try to pride ourselves in is having good technique and getting separation. Um, but you got to look at the other side of it, too. I mean, those guys are getting paid, they're paid professionals, too, to cover. So, you know, is there separation all the time? No, but no worries. So, uh, but I think that's a, a work in progress, a progress to continue to get separation. Are we getting enough? I would say yes. Darius Slayton handled a pretty big workload last week. Uh, I think it shows like 90% something percent of the sacks. So what has he done to earn your trust? Well, I think uh, since he's been back from his hamstring injury, every time he gets on the field, his reps continue to get more and more and more, and he's getting more confidence. He was extremely confident at the end of last spring when we ended up with the summer, and we came back. He pulled his hamstring so early, and it was tough to get back. But once he's been back, his confidence has continued to grow. So as his confidence continues to grow, you're making more plays. And when you make more plays, you have a tendency to be on the field longer. Um, I like having playmakers on the field. So it's hard to get him off the field when he's making plays um, and getting separation. So uh, we'd like to have so he him. He grades that well in that category. He's one of the guys. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's kind yeah. of one of the things that stuck out to you, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he does his fair share of getting open. When you look at the tape, it's a lot of times – a lot of receivers are open a lot of times, but the ball don't come their way, so it's kind of hard to say, well, he's getting separation, he's getting open. I mean, look at the tape. Uh, the tape, we always say the eye in the sky don't lie, so um, they're, uh, he's doing, Slayton's doing a good job of that. I know it hasn't been exclusive against these guys, but you know, Darius has gone up against, I think it was Rhodes, then Gilmore, then Patrick Peterson saw a good deal of him on Sunday. What yeah. kind of lessons has he learned have you seen over the course of the three weeks against guys of that caliber against a rookie who was really just trying to find his way so far well i think it's a credit to him because of the, a lot of film study that we do so we, we i make a db tape every week of each db and how they cover particular guys and and what techniques they use how they use press how they play off man zone and they study that stuff really really well and he's studying that stuff, and he's going uh, and running routes against those guys with a kind of a cheat sheet. You know, already have you know looking at him, you know, for a week or so. Um, but the guys we've been going against, they've been pretty good guys. Obviously, as you mentioned, uh, I remember the our first four losses at the time we played those teams. You know, the defense. I think I checked two weeks ago. They were ranked one, three, four, and six in the league. So we've been playing some really good defenses. Um, you know, last week I was. Obviously, with Arizona, they wouldn't rank that high. But uh, Patrick Peterson being back out there, you know, he's made the Pro Bowl every year he's been in the league. So, talking about a good, experienced cover guy. Um, so, but Slayton, because he's playing against those good guys and good defenses, you know, his um, confidence is continuing to grow. So, which is a good thing for us. And um, just hope it continues to take off from there. If I can go back to the Vikings game for a sec, because that's the only time we've seen Shepard and Tate out there together. 
I assume we're going to see that again sometime in the second half. How did they do out there together in terms of there was so much talk in the preseason that they were similar players, like the slot, ran similar routes. How did it work with them out there together? Oh, it's fine. I mean, they're, as I mentioned before, those guys are playmakers. So, again, anytime you can have playmakers on the field, um, it, it's not like uh, – they're a bobsledding team where they're in the same car. You know, they're all doing their own different things, whatever, and, and getting open in their own uh, way. And it's up to us as coaches to put those guys in positions to, to you know, exploit their talents and, and put them in position to, uh, to make plays on the ball. You have a preference which guy you prefer on the outside or in the slot? I mean, I think all of the catches, I think, are from the slot so far. And Shep is like 80% or something. So someone's yeah. going to have to go. Like, what's, what would be your preference and how would you, in an ideal world, like to – Juggle that when that time comes. Ideally, is um, get them all on the field, and wherever they line up is where they line up and make plays. Because, like I mentioned in previous press conferences, that when we teach systems, we teach the whole concept, not just the position. So they can line up at X, F, or Z and go in any spot and make plays from anywhere. It just so happened that sometimes in, in third down or so, Golden's inside, Shep could be outside. When Shep comes back, Shep can be inside and Golden's outside. Doesn't really matter. We just put those guys out there in the field, and by them knowing the concept of how we want to run things, they can get open wherever they are, inside or outside. You don't think one of their skill sets maybe lends a little bit more to them being successful on the outside? I think their skill set is lends more to being a playmaker wherever they are, inside or outside. Um, you know, some guys you say they're outside guys, inside guys. You know, we don't like to buy into that so much because you limit guys on what they can do. So you never know whether guys inside or outside until you put them in both spots and see what they are. So in our system, we move guys all over the place so they can play and make plays wherever they are on the field. Why is Golden so successful? It seems like in, in contested and in traffic, uh, especially last week, it seemed like some of the plays that he made. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was huge for us. He converted some third downs for us in traffic and caught the balls on contact. Golden's always been able to do that. You look at him on, on tape from his years in the league, um, and we thankfully we were able to get him here and do the same thing, that he can make plays in traffic, yards after the catch, you know, make those tough catches. He has good hands. He has good vet savviness, knows how to get open versus zone, man, know how defenses are trying to play him. So he has that advantage. When you've been in the league for, I guess, 10 years, like he's been in the league, you have a sense of how guys are trying to play you and get open. And, and sometimes you don't get open. You don't get the separation that that you <laughs> that you want. So you have to be able to uh, make uh, plays in traffic. And when you make plays in traffic, that separates some guys. I understand Evans in the tight ends meeting rooms and all, but do you ever work with him as receivers coach since such a big part of his game is receiving? No, I think Coach Linda Wells does a great job with Evan, and uh, he's with Linda Wells all the time, and, and Linda's coaching him up hard, and he does a great job with him.